Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. I am here with an awesome guest, David Miklas. Hey, David. Hey, Wendy. Hey, I wanted to say, you know, again, I mentioned this a little bit in the intro, but that your LinkedIn feed is just amazing. Uh, you do bring up real world scenarios. You encourage collaboration. Oh, yeah. You seek input. You know, you build a sense of community through discussion and education and you don't make anybody feel like an idiot. So thank you so much. I, I sometimes I whenever it. there's a new law that comes out, I'm like, LinkedIn, David McLean, <laughs> what does he have to say? <laughs> or like, even if there's not publication on it yet, I'll, I'll see his feed and then i'm like oh i got i gotta read up on that absolutely yeah, i appreciate that and i did see uh, keith sunderling who's uh one of the eeoc commissioners at a conference and, and he commented that a couple times he found out something that the eeoc had done because he saw it in my post that's awesome <laughs> oh man okay i'm gonna refrain from comment there on something about communication <laughs> so hey let's talk about we mentioned it a few times already you know about remote work how it affects uh policies how it affects hiring you know what are the challenges that you're seeing legally with remote work and what can we, what advice can we give to our listeners who do have one two or all remote workers in the united states yeah when it comes to me um when by the time I see it, I see nothing but problems. Um, a lot of applicants and employees love the idea of remote work. Um, a lot of businesses they've jumped on the bandwagon, especially if the businesses are run by by younger uh, employees. Um, they like that. Um, it is definitely something that employees like the idea of. The problem is it can uh, be a huge amount of work for the business or for HR. It could be a huge amount of risk for the business uh, for the employer to allow remote work if it's across state lines, um, because, you know, you may have to register a corporation in that state. You may have to pay taxes for that state. Uh, you have to get uh, claims for unemployment compensation. You have to get workers' comp coverage for that state. Um, sometimes a PEO can help because um, they're used to dealing with a bunch of stuff off state lines or, or specific HR consultants if they have that experience. But um, this is where there's a lot of problems because if you have John and he's working in California, Maybe you didn't even know he was in California. And then all of a sudden something happens and John sues you or files some kind of claim and, and you don't handle it right because you don't know what California's laws are out there. And, um, you know, by letting them work out in California, you may open yourself up to getting sued out in California. There's a lot of issues um, that, that are problematic. <laughs> you you got California's me laughing. Like a different country. <laughs> you got me laughing because you could have hired him in Ohio. He went to California, didn't let you know, and now he's working out there. And now you've got a problem on your hands, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, JC, that's a really good point to be bringing up also to be making sure that it's very clear to your employees in your handbook that you need to have. Um, and not, more importantly, even just in the handbook, like you need to have a policy, but then you have to explain what the policies are to employees to let them know if you move, yes, you are remote. If you move from the address that I've hired you at, specifically even down to the county in some cases depending on your industry you need to get permission before you move again <laughs> it could be a locality paid differential and tax implication as well yeah exactly in fact um you know there's a lot of policies 
that, that are relevant when it comes to that, like around work hours, overtime, uh, breaks, remote employees. And, and the policies really should explain all of that. That's why you have an employee handbook. Um, you should include language that gives, and this is from the lawyer, that, that gives you a quote unquote safe harbor, which basically um, under the Fair Labor Standards Act, it means if, if you didn't pay your employee properly and they bring it to your attention um, and you do the right thing, you try and fix it, that basically you can't get sued for that. Um, because, you know, they reported it. You saw, okay, hey, we, made, we paid you wrong. And you fix it in a reasonable amount of time. Um, and, and you can have a policy making it clear that, hey, um, we don't ha- allow overtime here. Um, so you cannot work overtime without permission. That's fine to have as a policy. Now, the thing is, if an employee goes ahead and works overtime without permission, you got to pay them. You can't ever hold that money hostage. You got to pay them, but you can discipline them for violating that policy. Um, you also want to make sure that you, yeah, your policy should address um, that breaks are paid. Um, and just so you, everyone's crystal clear, all smoke breaks in America are paid breaks. Any break 15 minutes or less is a paid break. In fact, the law, the Department of Labor says any break that's 20 minutes or less is a paid break. Oh. Um, there, there's no question about that. Uh, it's very one. clear in the law, but plenty of employers screw it up. They make yep. you punch in and out. And that's fine. You can make your hourly non-exempt workers punch out for a break. The thing is, if that break is 20 minutes or less, you have to go back and pay it. Oh, yeah. Um, or make them log in, uh, what, 15 minutes early so they're ready at the start of their shift, right? Well, no, no. Pre- pre-shift, <laughs> pre-shift work is work. That's on exactly. the clock, too. Uh, yeah. Now, now there, a brand new law came out. It's called PUMP. And frankly... It's not really anything new. It, we, we've had it for a few years now. The big new thing is now it applies to uh, to to, our, or to salaried exempt workers. Um, before this law, it, it didn't apply to the salaried exempt workers. But this is where where women that just gave birth and want to uh, pump breast milk for their their newborn can do so. And um, you know the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's a specific provision that requires you to allow for uh, privacy. And that includes remote workers. Um, and this law, you know, provides time for breaks for pumping as well as privacy, which means if you have a remote worker and they're on their computer, you can't be watching them through that, you know, squirrely cam on the, on the computer anymore if they're pumping. So and and that's that, complies that, really with, that complies with FLSA stipulation, right, David? Yeah, that's why I said it's been around for a couple of years yeah. because it, that really isn't new. But you know what? I just gave a conference and everyone's scribbling stuff down. And frankly, none of that stuff was new, yeah. except for the fact that it applies to salaried, uh, non, or salaried uh, exempt workers now. Besides that, everything else I said that you have to have it in, in, in a private room, uh, like a door that locks or yeah. some kind of privacy, not a bathroom, all that kind of stuff is what the law has already been for several years. That's not new. But I guarantee you plenty of people that are listening to this. Never knew about it. Now, there's a minor exception for small businesses, less than 50 employees, but 99% of people are never going to qualify for that because the burden is on the employer to prove that it would be a, a substantial cost for them to, and which frankly, they're hardly ever going to com- be able to prove that. Um, most people listening to this podcast just better get on board and provide a place uh, for privacy, for, for pumping. Um, you probably don't have it happen that, that often, so it's not that hard to comply with this law. Yeah, there's a lot of laws that um, came out, you know, recently, like the Pregnant Workers uh, Fairness Act. But even, you know, I'm doing trainings on it. And yes, it's new. But in the end, when you're like, yeah, this isn't, isn't this kind of similar to everything that's already, you know, been going on? But what I really say is like, if you 
need these laws to redefine how you're treating people, you probably have a lot more issues going on in your organization. Oh, I agree. Uh, I mean, your culture is probably <laughs> terrible if you don't let uh, a woman pump breast milk. I mean, things like that. It's like, yeah, we have laws to protect this, but there's a reason that we need these laws. Or a yeah. man, depending on how they identify. But that's a story for another time. That is a story for another time, but that also connects to a series, you know, one of five of just talking about discrimination and harassment. And, you know, you'd be surprised. And David, I know you're not surprised. And I know, JC, you're not surprised either. How many people don't know what the current laws are now? To be fair, you know, if you open a business and you have 10, 15 employees and you're running it and you're the owner and you're out counting and you're marketing and your HR and everything, there's so many things that came out since uh, during the middle of and since the pandemic that it is hard to keep up. And so this is why it's important, folks, for you to be, first of all, following our podcast, which you're already doing, but then also connecting with David on LinkedIn. Um, just go to LinkedIn and type in David Miklas, M-I-K-L-A-S, and you will get awesome information. I promise you, you will not be disappointed, which is why we love having you on here. I swear, I don't pay for this. This is amazing, Wendy. <laughs> hey, you know what? But to be fair, you know what? Uh, many, many, many thousands of us follow you, and we don't have to pay for employment advice because we get it for free. So it does come around. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back shortly with episode four of our part, our five-part series where we're going to be talking about mental health and well-being in the workplace. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.